0: Forbes media reporter Jenna Goodrow studied journalism and sociology at New York University, and now she says she works and plays in New York City, a classroom that never lets out. And she's joining me on Amy's Table to talk about her recent article called How to Be a Super Achiever, The Ten Qualities That Matter. She interviewed husband and wife Camille Sweeney and Josh Gosfield about their book, The Art of Doing, How Super Achievers Do What They Do and How They Do It So Well. And she's joining me today on Amy's Table. Welcome, Jenna. I'm so glad to talk to you. Thanks so much for having me. Well, you know, first of all, what an interesting job you have and a diverse job you have and so many experiences. So, of course, you come at this angle as well. Uh, what what sets people apart? How do people become super achievers?
1: Yeah, it's such an interesting question, isn't it? Because there's always the idea of are the greats among us born or are they made? And I talk to a lot of business leaders, and and this book, The Art of Doing, talked to um, super achievers from all different backgrounds, um, from acting, from sports, um, even uh, crossword puzzle writing. And and what they really discovered, and what I've seen, and in, in what a lot of I do, is that it's really not something innate in you. Um, that that it's really about the choices that you make every day. And and success really is something. That, that anyone can, um, can find. It's, it's not, um, there's no success gene. You know, it's about the choices you make every day, and I think that's what's so fascinating.
0: Well, you know, you say every day, and, of course, that leads me to consistent. So people are consistent in a set of behaviors.
1: Exactly. Well, one of the things they found that I also hear quite frequently is the importance of dedication. You're just never going to achieve great success if you give up too soon. So if you really believe in an idea, you have to just keep plugging every day. I mean, one thing that the media, including myself here at Forbes magazine, doesn't always show you is that, you know, sometimes these, these great business leaders or, or um, actors, they're energy flags, or, you know, they're upset about a decision that was made on set, or, you know, they, they doubt some of the strategic decisions that, that they made, and you don't see that. But what sets them apart is that they continue and they follow through. And and that's a big part of, of consistent
0: success. Well, you know, so many uh, famous successes have also been famous failures. And and that sort of falls into it, too, doesn't it? I mean, you know, we know Donald Trump's been up and down and up and down. And the old P.T. Barnum of the circus, of course, was was one of those people who failed so often. Who are some people right now that you consider to be huge successes that you also know have had some big failures?
1: Uh, That's a good question. I mean, one of the things that, that I see a lot is that you do have to constantly evolve.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, just because something worked once doesn't mean it's always going to work. Um, you know, one example that they used in the book was an opera star who, um, well, she became an opera star, but as a young singer, she was told um, by a voice teacher, you know, it, you're never, you're never going to get hired, essentially. <sighs> you're never going to be on the stage. You just don't have a good enough voice. And um, what she did was she actually took a job as a janitor at an opera house because she thought, well, I at least want to be close to what my passion is. And eventually she got the opportunity to, um, to audition and she made it and, and she you know, eventually did exactly what she loved. So I think what the trick is, is coming at things from a different angle. If you realize that something isn't working, you might need to try a new tactic and, and just, just keep going and keep pushing that main vision.
0: And and of course that comes down to your intelligent persistence of, of that was one of the traits that really makes you be a super achiever. Of course, you can't get there alone. And one of the traits that you also mentioned is fostering a community. Talk a little bit about that. Well, sure. It, it's
1: you know no man or woman is an island, right? That's uh, the the common advice. You, in order to be a leader, you have to galvanize people around your vision or around your goal. And um and that can come in a lot of different fashions. It can be your coworkers, it can be your investors, it can even be your customers. Um in the case of Tony Shea, um, who is the CEO of, of Zappos, what he really wanted to do was create this really innovative and connected corporate culture. And so he sort of galvanized the people um that he worked with to, to be engaged in the work and, and to come to work and have fun. And he also galvanized his customers to be brand ambassadors so to really get the word out about his product so he's a great example of someone who understood the importance of community
0: you know there is a, a deli in ann arbor michigan called zingerman's have you ever heard of that I haven't. It's it's fantastic. And they did just that. Not only does every employee feel a rabid dedication to the vision, but the customers run around, look, I'm doing it right now, run around saying what a great place it is. And you mentioned in the article, pick your evangelists. Well, you know, that's it. When you can create people to to um, be so enthusiastic about your product, your company, your vision, uh, that's pretty amazing. You You also talk about the importance of listening and remaining open? And how often do people just not do that? I think it
1: happens um, quite a lot, unfortunately. Um, you know, it's funny because a lot of our great leaders are very charismatic and they're very extroverted and they're really not not known for, for being quiet and for listening and for observing the world around them. But that's actually what sets apart great leaders. and um, And it can happen in different ways. One of the examples that I thought was really interesting was that actress um, Laura Lenny says she never accepts a part until she has read the script so many times, just read and reread and reread, until she feels she really understands it, until she feels that it has opened up to her. So so I think it's this um, sense of being... Open of really understanding the world and environment around you, and then you know making a decision,
0: so it sounds like that also says, don't be rash. don't just jump in without getting the whole big picture
1: well, that comes comes to another trait that's really um, very important that a lot of people forget, which is that you have to manage your emotions. Um, a lot of people discount their emotions as not important or um you know irrational but the truth is they're very powerful and they do have the power to derail whatever your um mission is but yes i don't think you can be rash and i don't think you can um you know trust you know a feeling necessarily you have to be able to ride out the highs and the lows um and there will be many
0: and, you know, it's funny because these are all uh, they make sense with your career, but they also make sense if if what you're leading is a family or what you're leading is the PTA. I mean, you know, these really all translate, I think, so well. If you're just joining us, we're speaking with Jenna Goodrow. She is a reporter for Forbes Media, and she wrote an incredibly interesting article, How to Be a Super Achiever, The Ten Qualities That Matter. And the other thing you talked about evolving, but what about happiness? Where does happiness fall into being? being a super achiever? Well, happiness
1: is so important. And I think that's one of the things that keeps fueling you over time. You know, all of these things are sort of connected. Managing emotions helps you be consistent over time and you need to be dedicated over time. Well, happiness is another one of those things that, that keeps you excited and keeps you motivated to keep, to keep going forward. And I mean, one of the things that we're finding is it Happiness and passion fuels your success. I mean, when you're, when you're happy and passionate, you're going to do better. And when you do um, better and when you're winning and you're successful, that in turn fuels your happiness. So it's, it's sort of cyclical, and it all works together um, to, to maintain your success.
0: You know, it's funny. I have parents that did what they loved and followed their passion. And I would say that all my brothers and sisters and I do what we love and follow our passion. But do you think is a, a trend or a social awareness that this is something that's really happening now that parents are counseling their children? You know, where do you think you want to go instead of just go get a job, punch a clock, you know, do your thing? People do you think it's really a real trend that people are following their passions? And do you think it will have a long term impact?
1: Absolutely. I mean, one of the things that I see in the millennial generation, um, and that's approximately those in their 20s right now, is it's not that they're necessarily looking for happiness, but one thing that they do talk about is that they're looking for meaning in their work, and they're looking for um, the ability to make an impact and um, be a part of the social good. And so I think, you know, while it's not necessarily what makes me the happiest from a day to day, I mean, they are looking for a sense of purpose, and I think just just like happiness, if we're talking about that will continue to fuel their motivation.
0: You know, one of my favorite sayings is to move from success to significance and it sounds like that's what they're trying to do and I I applaud that. Well Jenna I am so glad you took some time to speak with us today and again I'm going to put a link to the article that we're speaking about on amystable.com it's how to be a super achiever the 10 qualities that matter and Jenna I uh, can link people up to your Facebook page I started following you on Facebook but where else can we send people for you?
1: Well thanks so much it was great talking to you. Um, People can
0: also find me on Twitter which is uh, Jenna underscore Goodrow thanks jenna thank you so much thanks so much thanks for listening to amy's table a girl's guide to living with amy tobin on q102 for more visit amy's blog with q102 online at wkrq.com the Wendy's three dollar breakfast deal is here